What's up, y'all? It is the CryptoCoin Kid, Kamei Aloha, and... It's Ben Wong, your co-host. And welcome to today's Crypto Talk. So, how are you doing, Ben? I'm doing really great. You know, Kamina, it feels like the first time we talked, we were talking about, like, the future by two to three years. We were saying how, you know, kids are going to start doing this in a while. But it's like, all these things that we're talking about... Tomorrow, it just shows up on Twitter. Yes. Like, this just happened. It's, it's, it's absolutely yeah. crazy. I know. Like, being in crypto is like, everything, like, time moves so fast. Like, everything just moves so yeah. quickly. Like, over the 10 years of crypto existing, it's kind of like, it was like a hyperspeed. Like, all the stuff would have, yep. like, happened. Just like computers. Else, maybe over 50 years. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, that's why in crypto, you really have to just, like, stay on top of everything. Or yeah. else you'll just miss like a huge trend because there's just so many different things being thrown at you all the time. And sometimes it's just like, yep. yeah, that's why I love Twitter sometimes because it's just like scrolling through. gives you a quick like sum up of what's happening. Oh, yeah. Um, I love crypto Twitter. Twitter. And it just gives a quick kind of like update of what's happening in the crypto world. So I'm planning on buying some crypto, also some NFTs. And a big yes. thing I want to make want to watch is with my security i mean to be honest mm-hmm. when i first heard of bitcoin my initial reaction was like oh this is for hackers and scammers like that was exactly. my correlation was bitcoin equals hackers and equals scammers and equals thieves and that, that still happens a lot like with security how yeah. what are some of the major hacks and and scams to go on and how can people listening protect themselves well I think that there's so many different scams and ever since crypto was introduced, it's kind of like kind of expanded the different ways for people to scam you. So a way to stay safe is just look up how they use their tactics. Like a common way is phishing emails. They use social engineering to try to get personal information from you. Like if they, if they can pretend to be Facebook to say, Oh, your password needs to be reset because it got hacked or something, or there's a new update or something. And you need to put in your password on this fake website. But in reality, you're just sending that information to the main database and they have your password now. And if you use it on different websites, they can just use that and they can pretend to be you. So just don't click on random links from emails. Don't click on random links online. Always look into the person sending the link and see if they're actually legit and check the emails, all that stuff. Not just for the crypto, but have you ever fallen for one of these scams? Oh, yeah. I've, uh, I have a history of falling for scams. <laughs> so um, usually I, um, I usually get emails from like these fake crypto exchanges. I get like tons of these emails. There's even people trying to pretend to be me with like fake YouTube <laughs> accounts. And I I haven't thankfully I haven't fallen for one of these scams yet. But one scam, kind of a minor scam, is I um I had this group on Roblox, the gaming platform, and it stored about two thousand Robux on it, which is about like it's like twenty dollars. <laughs> but uh I thought that I could just leave the group and transfer the ownership to like one of my sisters. But actually there's these bots on Roblox that just go around claiming groups to try to get Robux online to try to exchange it for real life currency. So yeah, I lost that group. Thankfully I got back and yeah. And another thing is exchange hacks. There's been many big exchanges that have been hacked and oh, yeah. I have been involved in some of them. I know it's just, it's pretty sad seeing that. So you need to 
the main reason crypto was invented is because you want to control your own money. You want to be yeah. the owner of your money. You want to be decentralized. So really the only way to really be effective as that at that is to do your research and to do to know a lot about the space in order to protect your money in the best way because being your own bank is hard banks have like a bunch of associates they have employees to run this entire bank being your own bank it would be like so much harder than having all these other people because you want to be independent from all the other banks so just do a lot of research and look at all of that look at who's using your account because if you even click a link maybe a year later someone hacked your account they could be waiting for you to forget about that and just make sure do research, learn about everything. And yeah, another, there's kind of like safety traps because most people think there's like this like evil organization trying to hack everyone. But sometimes you can even like kind of, you can kind of hack yourself. <laughs> I know it sounds like crazy, <laughs> but when you forget your own password, you're kind of like, like as DJ Khaled says, congratulations you played yourself because if you forget your own password that money in that account is gone forever if you don't remember that password and think about crypto you could look back at that account because you can always look through accounts through like um ethereum web address searchers and you can see that maybe you lost a hundred dollars worth of ethereum like a year or two three years ago and then five years later you look at it and that hundred dollars turned into ten thousand dollars and you'll probably be super mad at yourself for forgetting that account password. So just yeah. make sure to always have those in your brain. Have like maybe like a book in real life, not online. Maybe a book in real life where you've written down all of your passwords on there. And maybe put in a lock yeah. that you only know. So just to um, protect yourself. So let's quickly define a phishing attack. It's just a type of social engineering Let's where an attacker it. sends a, a fake message designed to trick a human victim into revealing personal information about themselves. And one other thing is like... Oh yeah, I'll, I'll do a quick story. A friend of mine was um, uh, a few years ago on Instagram. Like He got a message from yeah. a stranger who said like, oh, here, I made this for you. I, I was like, I had a piece of artwork or whatever. And so you had to log into Instagram to go view it. Um, and, and then he got hacked <laughs> with all these things. It takes a few minutes to just protect yourself, to learn about these type of tactics and, and to make sure that yeah. you're all set. And the 10 minutes, even an hour is well worth it. You know, even if you lose $50 in cryptocurrency, it's well, well worth taking that small time out to go do some research. Camille, let's get straight into the news. Uh, what do you have this week for crypto and NFT happenings? Well, one of the huge things that I saw was, so OpenSea, the NFT platform, which is currently arguably the biggest NFT platform, uh, Mm -hmm. some fields investments are offering 10 billion for OpenSea. So OpenSea, which was practically worthless back in 2019-18, is now worth $10 billion. And these, they're trying, these people are valuing and just shows how, important nfts are becoming like how like yeah i literally haven't heard of nfts until like early late 2020 or early 2021 and back in march there was a huge spike then it kind of chilled for a bit and then now in october now nfts are like mega hype 
and it just shows how yeah. quickly NFTs are growing and how you have to really like get into you have to get into NFTs because you're going to be affected by it some way or another and the hyper growth of just OpenSea sees how like big NFTs are becoming and sometimes oh, yeah. just I like to sit, sit and think about it and one of the reasons that blockchain has been overcomplicated for the most of for a long time is that it made people to not want to get involved because if you just go to like literally any bitcoin was bitcoin was blockchain video the top comments literally say um i watched this 10 minute video and i still know nothing about blockchain and <laughs> a lot of people <laughs> kind of overcomplicate the idea of blockchain and bitcoin for such a long yeah. time and but in reality if you just research for like 30 minutes 30 minutes of your day is like a small amount of time and if you just do that learn research you can actually become knowledgeable the topic it'll be like above the average person their knowledge about crypto uh what things have you seen ben in the nft market yeah i mean I'll, I'll add on to the coin based part of it i'm sure you've heard of crypto.com buying the naming rights for steeple yes. center which is an iconic stadium uh 45 minutes away from me with the lakers which is another huge thing. It's like seven hundred million dollars for for twenty years. Yeah. Um, that's in addition to buying, or or FTX, which is another platform, uh, buying the rights to another arena for like two hundred million. It's absolutely like crazy how fast mm-hmm. these companies that have been here from the beginning, how fast they're growing. Um, and and yeah. while we're on it, let's talk about the NFT part of it. Um, it seemed as though, and I'm going to keep talking about this every single week because it still kind of perplexes me. There are so, 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 so many NFTs out there. CNN, the media yeah. company, just released their CNN vaults. Like you can buy a moment, like a video of them announcing a president or a video of them announcing this thing. Except the terms and conditions states you can't sell the thing, you can't display the thing. So you can't really do anything with it either. You can you can look at, you can't display it in your room. You can't sell it. You can't transfer it. So you can you can look at it on your screen on like your dashboard, but you can't even do yeah. anything with it. And then you know it seems like everyone's NFL is creating NFL ticket collectibles, like turning tickets to go to the game into an NFT. Mm. Um, and like there's just so Whitney Houston is releasing a song as an NFT. Uh, like there's so, 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 so many. Um, I guess my, my question here that, that, that sparks some debate is that there is no way that all of these can become successful. Name two projects that you are not high on and why. Um, some... Uh, two projects that I am not really high on are ones that are just projects that are just kind of riding off the hype. I don't like those projects because they don't really have an original idea. Like, there's a bunch of fake, like, Board Ape Yacht Club, like, copies. And they're not even made by the original thing, like, Little Baby Ape Club, Mutant Ape Club. Dog or Pog Punks. We have uh, (laughs) Board Ape Kennel Club, like... Just today, literally today, we have uh, all these new mints. Mints is when the project is like people can buy into it. We have Pog Punks. Uh, We have Skull Skull Punks Daycare. Uh, 
We have Wicked Monsters, The Robots World <laughs> Second Generation, Cyberpunks, Sonar Moji, Havel Avatars, uh, Strandometi. We have Diamond Crypto Dunks. Like these are just things that have like happened in the last hour. There's just <laughs> yeah. so many people riding off the hype. Like, and it's just the same with crypto. Like, clones of cryptos typically don't perform well. Like, look at Bitcoin Cash, Bitcoin SV, Bitcoin Gold, Bitcoin Private, Bitcoin Diamond. Or, like, literally copies of Bitcoin. Like, Litecoin was one of the most infamous copies of Bitcoin. So, yeah. that's why most of the things that just copy, they don't have an original idea, they aren't going to last as long as the OG. Like, Board Ape Yacht Club is probably going to last for much longer than Lil Baby Yacht Club or uh, Board Ape Kennel Club. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, those are kind of the general idea. I don't really, those are kind of just like two main ones, kind of copies of big projects, fake projects, fake CryptoPunks, fake Board Ape Yacht Club. My uh, biggest red flag with NFTs I, that I don't think will be successful is. Aside from the 0.1% of brands that are so iconic, like Marvel, Disney, yeah. uh, you could put some Warner Brothers stuff in there, um, even the companies like Nike, Apple. Aside from a small, small, small amount of brands, I don't mm-hmm. think projects that have no distinct utility are going to last. Aside from yes. the small, small, small percentage of projects like, uh, or projects like Disney, Vive, uh, their type of thing. Yeah. You know, I think there's a, there's a few other Nike. I think is gonna release something soon, uh, with, with NFTs in the metaverse. I think, aside from those few brands that are really, really, really strong. Super strong. Super strong. I, I don't mm-hmm. think projects like the CNN Vault. You know, I've nothing wrong with CNN, but their terms and conditions states that you cannot display it, you can't sell it. You so what can you do with it? Okay, like and it's not expensive. It's only twenty out, or it's only uh, it's only twenty dollars, and there's only a thousand out there. But like, you can't do anything with it, right? And even if the CNN brand is strong, which it is pretty strong, I don't think it's you know equivalent to Iron Man in that yes, an Iron is. Man picture is still worth money in five years. I just find it hard to believe. Exactly. Yeah, I totally agree that utility is the next trend that's going to determine like NFTs that are going to last, that cryptos are going to last. Yeah. Like, like there's a few exceptions, like Vive. Even Vive, like most of them, you can do that. But even the 007 Vive thing, you can still go to a movie with it. That's still a use. Yeah. That's still a utility with it. Yeah. So, yeah, the next the next these new this is why nft brands new brands are being created because they want to create new ip closed intellectual property businesses that they want to share and release to their people because crypto is open and it's a space for you to create and new brands are created daily and it's not all of them are going to last like probably 98.99 percent of all nft projects are not going to last more than right two years Whereas um, other ones, which are stronger brands, older brands are more eligible because they're more protective of their stuff. Older brands are stronger than the newer, like CryptoPunks, that's still relatively new. Whereas old brands like Disney, 
uh, Marvel, all that yeah. stuff. Because right now, <clears throat> it's brilliant for existing brands to adopt NFTs into their platform. Because it's a new stage of um, they can deliver utility easier using NFTs. They can make tickets like how Gary V does these like passes using V friends to attend his Gary V conferences, and or get into a movie like 007, or get access to Disneyland. Maybe someday they can do that. Or yeah. like the three months free of Disney Plus with the V, and that's. It's a big battle for utility, and utility is definitely going to define the next stage of cryptos and NFTs. <laughs> a lot of celebrities like John Cena, Greens, ASAP Rocky, uh, this is from a Bloomberg article, by the way, they all released NFT projects, which have fallen dramatically in value. And I haven't done the research into exactly what they're offering, uh, but, but just based off my limited knowledge, I would assume that there's not very much utility uh, to the projects. Maybe it's more of a of a vanity thing, like where it's just kind of mm-hmm. cool to have, but there's no value to it. How much does a star power of the creator or of the the person who's the the person behind the NFT project, how much of their star power uh, can actually impact the value? Um, I think. That honestly depends what field they're in or what kind of what they've done for the entire market. Because there are people like there's Disney or Elon Musk, his huge following is able to like make meme coins go up like a hundred percent or down a hundred percent. And I think it affects their NFT project to a certain point. There's a point where you've got a lot of followers, but if your thing has no use over time, it will definitely slowly decline because there is celebrities change all the time and you can't just change. You can't, you're not the same celebrity for like a million years. You're going to eventually die out over like the next 50, hundred years. And that's why utility, the way to stay around is utility because you might make a lot of money or you might do all that stuff and you might have a huge following, like a super loyal following that will like, do like literally anything for you but over time like even sometimes over like just a year even months you could get canceled and then your entire brand is dead oh yeah and that happened to like so many people whereas like they they'd said one wrong thing their entire brand is dead so like just it's just yeah stardom doesn't really a um it does. It affects your NFT project to a certain point. Like even look at Will Smith. He acted in many movies, but he eventually had to start a YouTube channel. And now that YouTube channel has like a lot of followers, he couldn't only do like he couldn't only do acting, or else he would only be known as the actor. Even like people like like soccer players have YouTube channels because they just want to keep contributing in other ways. You need to have as many parts of your brand as possible. Yeah. So, yeah, just that's what I would like to say. Stardom affects the NFT project to a certain point. If you suddenly die out, your NFT project is dead if it has no utility. Yeah, that 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 makes actually a lot of sense. You know, with reputation, they say it takes years to build a reputation and it takes, you know, seconds to destroy it. 
and exactly. and that definitely is super volatile, especially if it's a a new celebrity and you know who, who's especially young celebrities who like to you know experiment and do things. Sometimes things aren't so good, and if the entire value is based off of one person, things can go horribly wrong, uh, really yeah. really quick. Next, let's talk about um, let's talk about metaverse a little bit. So we know Meta is is coming soon. We know uh, Decentraland is out there. Barbados is now the first sovereign nation with an embassy mm. in the metaverse. Um, you know, what are your thoughts on on the fast pace of of the metaverse? I honestly. I love that the world is changing it's so quickly and everything is just happening so fast like <clears throat> uh the metaverse is I it's recently described as a point in time when we care more about our digital stuff than our actual real life stuff and this probably started when social media was introduced now people yeah. care more about their follower count than their actual like real life friends like it's like a period in time this metaverse is probably going to be a period of time that is happening and the speed is just hyperspeed it's going super fast metaverse it was like it's been around for quite a while like books like snow crash which were back in like 19 pretty sure it's 1990 and matrix uh ray player one this idea has been around for a while, but only like since the past like couple years, it's now starting to really be implemented like corely into this. Though it has been evolving through like the past ten years. Like, do you use VR headsets, man? Or do I did have... a science project about VR uh, four mm. years ago. Oh yeah. So I remember using a VR headset for the first time. I was like eight years old, and I was at this coding camp, and it's just it was super cool to me that I could be in this world. In the real world, I am Kamea. I am an eight-year-old boy who likes video games. But in this new world, I'm an archer who serves the king of this <laughs> kingdom online. Yeah. So I've really liked this idea of the metaverse ever since I kind of been introduced to it early on in VR. And we currently use social media as a way to escape our actual lives. Yeah. Most people do that to try to try to make an online appearance because you can totally like recreate your entire life online. You, you can make a new appearance for yourself. Whereas yeah. if you did something in the past, you can totally just make a new you online. That's what most people like to say. You can make a totally new character. Like you can make a fake pseudonym. You can do all that stuff and you can literally be this made up character online and build a giant following on that. So another thing is that you want to think hard about why is this so important because a lot of people say about nfts i always see people like nfts they are not gonna last long and all that stuff you can just copy the picture online i always see that all around but pseudonymity is a way to protect us from identity attacks and yeah uh i just love that people are able to protect their online beings and make their own made-up character because i always loved like i love lord of the rings and the idea of me being like in lord of the rings it's just i love it so much yeah that brand it's just so awesome so being your own character online 
is definitely why the Maverick is kind of being drove along. Yeah. Um, kind of like that's kind of the whole plot of Ready Player One. It's like escaping your real life. Yeah, it's like escaping your like actual life to be inside this digital world where you can do literally everything um online. And with actually that's a actually a pretty cool idea. Building your own kingdom in Lord of the Rings. I would totally buy that. (laughs) Like an online VR Lord of the Rings. And you could literally like build your own adventure and there's like so many different like Yeah. Yeah. I just there's so much opportunity in the metaverse. My favorite game for a long time was Minecraft. I would build, like, like you said, like, I would literally build worlds of, like, Disneyland, where I literally recreated an ocean in Minecraft, like, block by block, and, like, a train, and, like, with this giant hotel, and there's different things. <laughs> I'm going to try to find it one day. It was impressive. And, like, I always, the thing I wanted the most was, like, if people could actually come there and like this is a a Disneyland that I control and people are coming here, they're having fun. Yeah. They're like I feel like that's why I love it so much. Because I remember being a kid and like building those things and wanting that to be a world that people actually you know, there's currency. My currency was like feathers. <laughs> like, you know, you pay in feathers. <laughs> you know, I, I remember that. And it's just so special that the now, like literally, the, I think there was a kid who built his own Roblox world and people came and he made a bunch of money off of it. Let's talk about the Gary V effect. Uh, there's this project called Brain Vomits. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've heard about it. Uh, the Brain Vomits Garden. It's a random project. Uh, and the floor price, the mint price was last Friday, last Thursday. The mint price was 0.05 ETH, which is about what? Two hundred, three hundred dollars, point zero five. Yep, and yeah, and basically, uh, Gary V really liked the project, so mm-hmm. he tweeted about it. And currently, the floor price is guess. Don't do any research. Guess. Um, half an ETH or like zero point seven ETH. Point eight six nine ETH. And the mint price wow. of this was 0.05. Now it's almost worth, it's pro- it is worth, you know, $3,500. And just, oh my God. G- and, and the thing is, you know, all due respect to the, I think his name is Steven, the guy who created this. But a lot of, of it was Gary V tweeting about this. And then all of a sudden, these sales are going through the roof. And the same thing happened with Gary V and sports cards. And a lot of people accused him of that. And while he's not selling these, he's not making a profit off of these. It still kind of is artificially affecting the market, right, Kamea? Yeah. So, like, uh, so this kind of sounds like this whole thing kind of sounds like day trading. Because, like, in day trading, you kind of just always look at the market. You always are looking at the thing that's going to be um, the next big thing. You're always trading. And NFTs, I honestly, my favorite strategy is just to hodl, just hodl. Because you make some of the biggest gains by holding. Of course, you could have made an amazing investment by putting like $1,000 into sheep and then taking it out like a year later. You would have like a lot, a lot, a lot of money. And it really depends on what your goal is. Is your goal to have a big portfolio of a bunch of different cryptocurrencies, to have a bunch of different options, or is your goal just to make a profit over a long time, to think about the future, to think about, oh, I want to have something to give to my kids or my future grandkids or 
something like that and just like <laughs> you were saying how you built like this entire world in like minecraft i have this video on my channel where i gave a tour of my <laughs> i made this entire world based off of cryptocurrencies like is i made like a bitcoin statue huh. i made like a, a litecoin dash. Is, is the video still around yes it's still around <laughs> it's called my crypto world on minecraft and yeah i just i totally agree with what you're saying how people just want to make their own world they want to make their own new place yeah there it is my crypt my minecraft crypto world yep. I right see there it. three years ago yeah so uh here's a point i want to make though uh everybody gets to decide what matters to them because everyone has different things that might be valuable to them or worthless to someone else. Like the classic quote where it says, one man's trash is another one man's treasure. And it's honestly what you value. It's what your value is. Because one person can literally make something super valuable yeah. that was super worthless to someone else. Oh, yeah. And that's why it's kind of like, it's kind of like you want to choose what you what you believe in, what you do, all that stuff. So my goal in NFTs and all that stuff is to stick with strong brands and to build a strong portfolio of NFTs because I'm slowly building my portfolio with NFTs, though they they just moved by so quick. In like a day, they're like from yeah. 0.05 yeah. ETH to 0.8 ETH, which is crazy. And another thing that I kind of want to talk about is like the argument that people make where it's like Bitcoin only or are altcoins too whereas like so ever since i started bitcoin and then i made some videos about ethereum and then different altcoins i always get these comments of people just wanting me to focus on bitcoin and not talk about anything else and yeah. my question for you ben is have you have you ever met a bitcoin maximalist or uh, do, what do you think about the idea that bitcoin is the only coin that should exist i hate it i think like it's like you know who? Who? What gives you the right to say that that Bitcoin is the only thing that should be like like to all the people like the commenters? I, I think the world is really either or too. Like, sure, yeah. you know, Bitcoin is really powerful, right? But at the same time, it's powerful, but it doesn't have to be the only thing. It, I think people are a lot too much set on that, on either or, that. Either it's the only thing that matters or it doesn't matter at all. Like there's 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 a gray area where, where Bitcoin is important because it was, you know, one of the first coins. It has the most value. Yeah. It's the most as the most name recognition, right? It's likely to be accepted, you know, in stores first, definitely. I think though, the thing with Bitcoin though is that that's what it was made for as a currency that you can use as a gold that you can stake for value. Whereas Ethereum is what you use to buy NFTs, which, you know, Ethereum is also mm -hmm. important. I mean, I, I can't really advocate for Doge and Shiba very much, but, <laughs> you know, they might have their place someday. You can buy Tesla with the Doge, with Dogecoin, right? So I think people are really either or, you know, it doesn't have to be only Bitcoin or we don't care about Bitcoin. Bitcoin has its place. Ethereum has its place. Dogecoin has its place. Uh, yeah. Polygon has its place. Solana has its place. It's not either or. Mm -hmm. And I think one of the main beliefs that most Bitcoin maximalists that I see is that when 
like when crypto started slowly building up, like when the early, early people back in like 2013, 14 got in, Bitcoin was kind of like the only thing there. Like the all other coins were either scams or oh, yeah. clones <laughs> of Bitcoin. Yeah. And uh, when like Ethereum was was created in 2015. So before that, there wasn't really any other inv- innovation in the crypto market. And now there's so many different opportunities in crypto. Like there's use cases. Some crypto projects aren't even trying to be like a, a value, a piece of value. And that's why just it went from being you're trying to be the next Bitcoin. But instead, these the new cryptocurrencies are trying to be some the next different yeah. thing than Bitcoin. They're trying oh, to make yeah. something completely different. Right. But these Bitcoin maximalists still just don't like anything else besides Bitcoin. And they just yep. they aren't open to other things. Like a quote is whoever fights monsters should see it that in the process you don't become a monster. Oh yeah. Like in, in like Marvel, yeah. Like there's always Marvel superheroes that are originally good guys that end up becoming yeah. bad guys because they think they have good intentions, but in reality, they're just turning themselves into evil. Exactly. And um, I I love Bitcoin. Like, it's the thing yeah. that got me into crypto. Right. It doesn't mean that there can't be other things as well. Exactly. Like, Bitcoin's not the only thing. If we just listened to the first thing that was created, we would be using, like, shells as currency these days. Would yeah. you want to use shells to buy, like, a, <laughs> a shirt? I would not want to because that's why you have to evolve over time. Bitcoin, uh, it's probably going to last for a bit longer, but it's not going to be the thing that the next generation is going to use within the next hundred years. Like yeah. it changes all the time. Like gold is now like it still has value, but it was changed back in 1971. And the belief that those people, that the Bitcoin maximalists, the Bitcoiners have, is that Bitcoin's the only true one, the only true white paper, the only true crypto in the world, and everything else is just either a clone of Bitcoin or a scam. I don't agree with that at all. Oh, yeah. I am not a Bitcoin maximalist, and it's kind of like, uh, if you just really like zoom out at what Bitcoin maximalists are saying, it's kind of like Microsoft telling everyone that they can't make computers because we're the best at it already. Yeah. Like Bitcoin may be the best at doing it. Like it's the most decentralized. It has the most nodes. It has the most wallets. It has the most circulating, circulating supply. But there can't be another. It took like years for Bitcoin to become as decentralized as it is. Yeah. Like in the beginning, there was like two wallets. Is that like decentralized or is that like super centralized? <laughs> but over time, more wallets were created, more crypto was circulated, and more people got into it. And they're just kind of signing with Bitcoin because it was the first one. But you got to be in room for change. And that's why I listen to every other side. And yeah. even if I. Even if I don't like what someone is saying, I always just like listening to them to see, oh, well, what is their point? What are they trying to say in here? And just always listen yep. to both sides and not yep. only just listen to one. Yeah, it's the same same people who said, you know, 20 years ago that the internet was dumb are now trying to get their their trying to get their foot back in the whole internet race. And the same people who said the NFTs were super dumb, which I, I might have yes. been one of those people a few months ago, <laughs> right? Like, open-mindedness is important. There is 
always going to be change in the world, regardless of whether you like it or not, right? Exactly. You might have built this amazing thing on the internet and now are worried that that Web3 is going to make you start from scratch. But the thing is, it's coming whether you like it or not. And while you're sitting here talking about why Bitcoin is the only true cryptocurrency and why Ethereum is useless and why Polygon is going to die in three months and why Dogecoin is, is crazy, there are people out there who are actually either making money off of it, either making things on top of those blockchains uh, or holding it even. So while you're here complaining and... and I guess in a way scared and, and also have deep hatred for everything but Bitcoin, there are people out there doing amazing things and succeeding. Yeah, that's why, like, Ben, we, we'll probably get a lot of hate for this perspective because there's come like at a us. lot of Bitcoin. Tweet us at <laughs> there's a lot of Benjamin J. Wong so and a- Crypto Coin Kid. Tweet us. <laughs> love to hear your thoughts. Like, uh, yeah, we're probably going to do that, but that's why... Uh, like I'm sure we're we're both used for we're both used to uh, criticism. Like back when I was eight, I was exposed to a lot of criticism, and you probably have have had a lot of criticism. And <clears throat> this is what makes crypto absolutely amazing: is that it's the diversity of thought. There's so many different opinions. People can make anything they want, yeah. and without anyone stopping them. Yeah. And that's why I think it's important for people to be open to new creativity because there's no room for innovation if you just stick with the old thing. And yeah, that's just sure. why. And these protocols are absolutely global. So literally anyone can participate them if they want. And there's always room to improve and innovate. That's why I've just decided that I'm not a Bitcoin maximalist. And I remember there's always these Bitcoin maximalists that are just like, Ethereum is going to rug pull within the next year. And then they said that like two years ago. And then they said that one year ago. Yeah, and then they're saying it. (laughs) Then they're saying it now. And they're just like, oh, like they literally say to any other crypto besides Bitcoin, oh, it's a scam. It's going to rug pull within like three months. Or Bitcoin's going to $5 billion or something. But so I, I think this is a good note a good time to talk maybe about our baby steps that we should give for this episode definitely so let's see Camille uh, what are your baby steps for this episode of crypto talk I think my baby steps is to watch videos about watch some more videos about crypto security and look up how not to be hacked like look up common hacking tactics common hacking scams and different ways people take advantage of you and different ways they use social engineering to try to trick you into do something that you didn't want to do before. Just do that and spend some time learning about crypto because crypto is all about managing your own money and being your own bank. So that the only way to truly control your money is to know all about that. And this really applies to NFTs because sometimes they can use a brand you like, but you don't know anything about like the actual thing and there's just like oh disney released this new thing and then it's really a scam because yeah. you think Do it's a credible you think it's a credible yeah exactly it's like that's like my number one quote that i would, that I would like to give <laughs> to just anyone learning about crypto in like general just do your research that's kind of like the big idea that you want to do because if you do your research if you're knowledgeable about all that 
you can literally do literally anything about that and don't get lazy don't just watch one video and then be like oh you're you're fine and if you don't be lazy if you look at all different perspectives look at what people have to say you will be fine in the crypto market (laughs) i would say my baby steps this time is something i'm trying to do myself and is to try it out um i'm not saying buy one eth but like i think it might be interesting set up a coinbase account and I, yeah. Funny story, you know how Coinbase has that promotion where you can get free crypto when you sign up and when you mm. learn about it. So I, my dad signed up uh, and I was use, I was going through the lessons and I got like $10 of crypto. That $10 is almost worth like 50 bucks now. It's crazy. Oh my gosh. Um, I was just going on it the other day and I was like, what? That's crazy. So uh, my baby steps this time is before you make any snap judgments about this whole industry is to set up a free Coinbase account. It takes like what, two minutes or not even Coinbase, anything you want. Set up a crypto account. It takes very little time and spend $1 and buy a Dogecoin. You can buy like a hundred Dogecoins or buy um, buy Shiba, buy one. It's like 0. 0.0001 cent. <laughs> uh, buy one Matic. It's like, you know, $1, 30 cents. So. Yes diversify try it out exactly spend spend three dollars that you can find on the street and buy (laughs) a few cryptocurrencies that's my baby steps oh and also ben don't forget the matrix nft is releasing in 12 days it is yeah let's do it well do you know what time it is releasing um i don't think it's been announced yet based on what i've said i'm in the discord server so i'm just like yeah get me up to date so uh yeah it's releasing on i'm on i'm pretty sure there was a wait list i signed up for that and it's releasing on november 30th i am so excited for that i'm definitely gonna get into it starting at like what is it again it's like 50 bucks how much 50 bucks per nft yeah it's probably gonna like yeah there's like a hundred thousand of them but there's like a suit their community is super strong the nifty's community there's like uh like twenty thousand people in the discord server so super excited for that super excited for it all right that's today's episode of crypto talk we will see you next week thank you all for watching this is CryptoCoin kid signing off This podcast is intended to provide general information and opinions. Please refer to your own research and discretion when making important financial decisions.